do your kids ride for you? Nothing's worse than trying to teach the day before a holiday or even a school break. Students are all over the place, literally. Some are home because they just didn't feel like coming, and the ones that are there generally are there because their parents forced them to come. Their main focus is waiting for the bell to ring at the end of the day so that they can get the heck out of the building. And honestly, we teachers are waiting for that same bell to ring. The reality is, is even though everyone is mentally checked out, we can't just sit there all day and have students do nothing. Even though it would be really nice if we could, we can't. So we plan group work or some type of activity that's engaging, productive, and maybe a little fun. These days, the students are generally pretty loud, for a lack of a better term, out of control. So what happens when someone comes into the room for a random observation that day? All you can probably think about is, dang, I'm about to get fired. I've had a similar experience in my classroom, except it wasn't the day before a break. It was the day after the 2016 election. The kids were all over the place emotionally due to the results of the polls. The first thing the students said to me in response to me greeting them at the door was, Miss, who did you vote for? Better not be Trump or we're not friends. All I could think was, dang, this is going to be a really long day. I started off each period, literally each one, explaining to the students that it's inappropriate to ask their teachers or anyone for that matter who they voted for. The kids just didn't understand why it was inappropriate to ask because they really wanted to know and they really didn't have any bad intentions. So after the conversation about why ballots are anonymous, which went nowhere, I had to move on in an attempt to at least get through a part of my lesson for the day. Now I was just thinking, well, there goes my time for my opening exercise. So I start the lesson with an overview of what the students would have gotten out of the opening exercise had we been able to do it. I knew that I had to keep the lesson short because today the students had such a short attention span. After the mini, mini lesson I gave about two guided questions, I decided the most productive thing was to allow the students to work in pairs for the remainder of the period. That way they could talk while they worked. Five minutes in, I'm thinking, Lord, please do not let anyone walk in here because these kids are loud as heck. Before the words could even come out of my mouth, a colleague walks in and the class gets silent. I mean, not one word, pure silence. The look on my face had to be priceless because I was so confused. Literally five seconds prior, they wouldn't shut up. And now they were literally mute. After I had a short conversation with the teacher, he leaves. And I walk to the front of the class and I just stare at them. Finally, one of the students said, Miss, why are you looking at us like that? For a moment, I didn't say anything. And then I asked them what made them turn silent when the teacher walked in. One student immediately said, because we got you, miss. We're not going to make you look bad. You the homie. And I had to laugh because I'd like to think that I'm a pretty strict teacher. So the thought that they felt this way kind of amused me. I love to entertain conversations about how those students feel and why. So I asked, well, why do you have my back as opposed to some of your other teachers? Because I've been in some of your other classes and I see how y'all act. And one of the most difficult students responded, because even though you get on my nerves, I can tell you care. You really want to make it easy for us to learn and you don't play no games. Then another student chimed in with, when I was upset and just had a bad day, you asked me what was wrong and then spoke to Mr. So-and-so to let him know why I didn't participate today. 
that legitimately made my day. It gave me the feeling that these kids really do ride for me. They ride for me because they know that I ride for them. They know that I'm here for them. I want them to succeed. They know that even though they can be a pain in the butt, I'm always going to be there to support them inside the classroom and outside of it as well. You want to know why some students come to class and show their teachers no respect and do no work? It's because they don't have a relationship with that teacher. Oftentimes, teachers get so caught up in teaching content that they forget we spend more time with these students than their own parents. And they're in our care for almost eight hours a day. And our job as teachers isn't just to teach them English or science or whatever your content is. It's to teach them life lessons as well. Oftentimes, those lessons have to do with respect, control, coping, and relationships, which are all lessons that don't generally make it into our lesson plans. But how can you teach those lessons when you have no relationship with your students? When they know that you don't want to be there and you're just there for a check. Or when they can tell you have no empathy for the things that they deal with on a daily basis. My students ride for me not only because I'm effective, but because it's clear that in my day-to-day interactions with them, that I ride for them too. Ride for your students. See how much more productive your classroom will be. The simplest how's your day going goes a long way because even though they might not want to talk about it, they know that they have at least one person in the building that they can come and talk to when they're ready. These kids go through more than you think, and unless you genuinely care, you would never know. So ride for your students. Get to know them, and they will ride for you too. Thanks for listening. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below.